0: And there we go in the key of C major. Look at us!
1: There's, look, there's business there's, happening. It's James. Almost as if it works. It's That's fantastic. It's almost Brilliant. as if it works.
0: Um, <laughs> hello, welcome back to What Do You Make? A podcast where I ask people that question, "What do you make?" and then I take their photo. My name is Morgan Roberts, I'm today joined by James Cridland. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for asking me and, and for coming all this way. <laughs> Such a long way. All the way in the wonderful the wonderful limitations of travel that we have where I've come, uh, you know, two suburbs across Brisbane to, yeah. to chat to you.
1: Yeah, and we're sitting outside. And, of course, that means that we will be... Uh, interrupted by cockatoos at some point, and by the occasional uh, army helicopter, which we had this morning, which was nice. Oh, that would have been
0: very entertaining. Yeah, um, I mean, classic. It's classic Brisbane, you know, flora, fauna, um, and defence force. So yes, here, here we go. <laughs> exactly um, right. Uh, even even during even during COVID, you know, there's 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 still noises outside and avi- aviation noises outside,
1: as it were. As it were. James, what do you make? So I make a podcast newsletter. So it's a newsletter about podcasting, um, and in that, of course, I have to make a podcast as well.
0: So, w- which came first? Then, the, did you just decide simultaneously that you were you were going to do a podcast about podcasting, and then make the newsletter, or did what, yeah, was it is chicken and the egg scenario?
1: Yeah, well actually for the first, um, so I was at a, a radio conference in La- in uh, L- Los Angeles and it was something called the Worldwide Radio Conference and so being America. So I was there and I was uh, in a pub afterwards with a friend of mine and he was um, talking a lot about podcasting and he was saying, where do you get podcast news from? Um, because there really isn't any, hmm. uh, there really isn't anywhere that you can get it from. And I thought to myself, oh, that's interesting because I've been putting Together, a newsletter for a long time about the future of radio and uh, interesting things going on in- for podcasting as well. Mm. So I started putting together a newsletter for podcasting. And then about six months later, people were saying, so it's a podcast, right? And I said, no, it's just a newsletter. <laughs> and I got bored of having to say, no, it's just a newsletter. <laughs> so I thought to myself, I'll make it into a podcast as well. And actually, it's been really helpful because I... Um, so the so the newsletter is called Pod News. Uh, it's available for free at podnews.net, and um, the fact that I run my own podcast and host it myself and do all of the tech for that has actually meant that I can get a lot more information and you know and stories about what ind- individual podcast hosts are doing, what individual podcast players are doing, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And that's been really helpful to me as a in inverted commas journalist, close inverted commas.
0: <laughs> close inverted commas. Uh, I mean, you, you say inverted commas. I mean, wh- why, do you, why do you have... Uh, th- th- there's a lot of things that I'd like to discuss based on that first opening <laughs> statement. Thank you so much, James. But, but, yeah. but why, do you, why do you, you know, hu- humour humor me with these inverted commas around the term? Why would you say that?
1: Well, because I've not really necessarily trained as being a journalist. I mean, I've, I've, been a, I, I've been a broadcaster in the UK for a long, long time, as you can tell from my stupid accent, um, but I haven't actually necessarily uh, properly trained as being a journalist. So quite a lot of this has been learning on the job. Um, and, uh, and still, you know, I, I get American PR agencies saying, strictly on background... I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> no idea what that means, strictly on background. But anyway, um, so, yeah, so I've never really trained as a journalist, but I do know my way around, you know, legal and stuff like that. This is one of yeah. the planes that we were uh, talking about earlier. This is great. Yeah.
0: This is great. There you go. Well, this is what we get over the western of, of of Brisbane as opposed to uh, friend of the show, Josh Withers, old place where it was every five minutes a seven three seven directly overhead. <laughs> yes, no, we're, d- we're definitely not getting,
1: about definitely 200 not getting that. About two hundred meters from the from the runway.
0: Um, the the uh, tell tell us about this
1: broadcast broadcasting in in the UK. Like, how long did you do that for? Yeah, so I, um, so when I grew up, I always wanted to be in radio. And I thought, you know, radio. Wow, that's going to be so exciting. And so, when I was at school, I did exams in physics, politics, and music. So, physics for the radio engineering, politics for the radio journalism stuff, and music for the music sort of side. So, you could tell how interested I was in terms of uh, you wanted the whole radio. package. You wanted, yeah, to do radio. You know, I wanted to be able to be uh, capable of doing, you know, some job, any job in in uh, radio. And so that's what I did my exams in. Um, and, uh, you know, so always wanted to end up doing that. And um, so I was on the radio for a couple of years as a sort of full time host. So I was doing uh, the, uh, uh, the afternoon drive for a year. And then I did um, the evening show for a year, uh, which was great, really enjoyable. But I also realized that I wasn't that good at it. Why? Why <laughs> did you think you weren't that good at it?
0: Was it direct feedback or something?
1: No, and actually I got very little uh, feedback. So if you talk to a lot of people who do radio for a living, they actually get very little feedback from their program directors, from their bosses, uh, which is really strange. That's so strange. Because um, you would expect every single week for you to have some sort of feedback around what the radio, you know, what that radio, uh, what the radio bosses would be saying about you. But no, I wasn't getting any of that. So that was fun. Um, but I just thought to myself, you know, I'm not good enough to be able to do this on a national basis. I'm not good enough to be able to do this on a, you know, on a large radio station. Um, so therefore, do I want the rest of my life to be doing these types of, you know, afternoons and evening shows on, you know, smaller Stations, um, is that what I can make a career out of, or should I be thinking about doing other things? (laughs) And so I sort of quickly thought, yeah, nah, I should probably be, you know, um, getting some additional skills as well. So I wrote radio commercials for a while, which was great fun, still doing the occasional uh, on air shift, uh, which was fun. And then started working for a radio station in in London called Virgin Radio, which at the time was doing some really interesting things around new technology. Um, It was the first radio station to stream online in Europe, the first radio station to have a mobile phone app that you could listen to the radio station on, which I launched in 2005, Um, launched the first daily podcast from a radio station, all that kind of stuff, um, yeah. and so I was looking after all of the new platforms, all of the, the online, um, uh, stuff for that, uh, station, looking after a great team of some really clever people. Um, and, uh, yeah. And so that's what I ended up doing for quite some time.
0: I, it's, I find that there's an interesting lead from there into being like right on because the, right at the start of, of where we start seeing podcasting grow out of radio, yeah. um, which is I find it fascinating because still even today in 2020 people will still ask me and I'm sure you will be frustrated with this question but what even is a podcast and I feel like that's not the question to ask anymore like with 2020 like doesn't we're aware like we know what Netflix is we've got streaming we've got podcasts it's a thing I I, like it's it's not new anymore and that's like what strikes me is that back in you know people talking about when this all sort of first started and this podcasting is this fresh new thing, no, it's just early 2000s. Like, that's fucking ages ago in terms of technology. Yes. Um, so tell, tell us a bit about that because I find that. That whole idea quite fascinating.
1: Yeah, I mean it's interesting. So you have a look. Uh, the first podcast was kind of in two thousand and four. Uh, it wasn't called a podcast then. No, that's um, right. But um, so the idea uh, was, you know, the the idea of of recording an interview was something that was being done in the in the US. And um, a clever guy called Dave Weiner um, and Adam Curry, the former MTV DJ, mm. came up with the idea of using a piece of technology called RSS um, to also have um, what's called an enclosure in there, an enclosure of an audio file, um, which is essentially how podcasting works now. Mm. Um, and so that um, started being a thing late to 2014, sorry, late 2004. Uh, and um, And then, uh, in two thousand and five, in about June time, Steve Jobs worked out that wouldn 't it be nice to get these things into uh, into the iPod mm-hmm. and to do it properly through iTunes mm. and the reason why is that frankly um, he realised that he needed people to use uh, the iPod more, mm. because that would then help him sell more songs mm. through the iTunes store, mm. um, and so therefore he could make more money off the back of it. But um, people's podcasts, he didn't have to worry about uh, music rights. He didn't have to worry about content rights. It was just you know it was just a technical solution mm. to get great audio into people's uh, into people's iPods. Be- yeah because it wasn't even called podcast at the start like no, that. No, so yeah. And I
0: remember I remember actually very early on listening to uh you know the, the 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 places like the ABC but not not exclusively but they would be not wanting to use that moniker because it was too um branded in that Apple space yes. so the iPod and the, so that the, that's why we have that. And so I used to listen, I used to download um you know this is dating this is dating my yeah, me a little bit too, but when the chaser first came out, and they would mm. have their episodes available to download the audio of um actually I don't know maybe it was video as well, and so you could download it as a they call it maybe a vodcast or a, yeah, a something yeah, yeah. else cast and yes. it was something cast, yes. but it was all through some other method, and you had to go to the website and find the link and it and it was a mess, and it was wonderful because that that gateway wasn't it, Exceedingly easy, yeah. um, but it strikes me that this—it's not—that's an interesting origin. But how how we've come from there, and now how we have this, which is so homogenous in terms of how we access the podcasts now.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, so we've we've certainly moved away from it being really complicated to do, um, particularly if you own an iPhone. You know, obviously there's a thing on there co- um, called Apple Podcasts, that's a big right. purple blob, um, and that's lovely. It's surprising how many people don't know what that uh, app does, yeah. and they've never opened it, um, which is interesting. Um, and on an Android phone, there still isn't a default um, podcast app. I mean, Google has a default podcast player, but it's hidden away in the in the phone. So you don't actually know that it exists in there. Um, and that's such a, mis- a misstep by, uh, by uh, Google. It's so frustrating. But, you know, it's the way that Google works, I think. Um, so yeah, you know, so having a look at that um, it, is fascinating, because Apple still really rules the roost. You know, there's a lot of talk about um, podcasting being open. There's a lot of talk about, you know, anybody can do a podcast. Well, yeah, you can, but you need to satisfy Apple, really, because Apple is responsible for 68% of all podcast downloads. That's already a big number, but then you realise that most of the rest of the podcast apps, so things like uh, Pocket Casts or Overcast or any of the other big podcast apps that you might see, they all use the Apple Podcasts directory as well. So if you look at how much Apple is really responsible for, it's responsible for probably four out of five podcast downloads. Mm. Mm. Um, And that is a big, big number. And so anybody that turns around and says podcasting is open, um, really hasn't looked at it particularly far because no, podcasting isn't open because Apple is responsible for 80% of all podcast downloads. Mm. And if you don't um, pass you know the, the Apple rules, if you don't do what Apple want you to do, then you don't get into the Apple Podcasts directory. And hey, presto, you've cut the amount of downloads that you'll get by 80%. Yeah, So it's why it's interesting seeing new people coming in, particularly Spotify, but also um, Amazon are coming in, uh, Google uh, coming in and doing something which isn't part of the whole Apple uh, ecosystem. (laughs) So finally, we're actually moving on. It
0: it feels like, and you know, I subscribe to PodNews and and it feels like every week or even every day i'm seeing a new piece of the google podcast puzzle that oh it's gone to youtube music now it's not now it's this other thing and now they've got an app and now have they got an app but it's hidden is it in the states is it in the uk what's happening and it's just like what a fucking mess like i just don't understand why that is such a mess and maybe that's a digression that we don't want to go into right now
1: but i mean I, I mean, my, so my understanding of, of Google is that it's a – I mean, it's, clearly it's a massive organisation. There's loads of people who, who work there. There's loads of people who, um, who are trying to get stuff done. And it suffers from the politics that any large organisation has. And so you end up having lots of different people Claiming that you know particular things fall under their department and not other people 's departments i 've spoken to employees at Google, not part of Google Podcasts, but other employees of Google who 've basically said, you know I used to work f- for the BBC, and I thought that the-, the politics was bad there, but my goodness, you know Google is just <laughs> really hard, so I can kind of see that, and I think the frustration from Google is, I mean, they've got two podcast apps at the moment. They've got Google Play Music Podcasts, which is only available in the US. Uh, It caches your audio. It's a dreadful experience. Um, It should have been put down three years ago. Um, It's still going. It'll eventually go away at the end of this year. Um, And then they've got Google Podcasts. and from what I can work out, Google Podcast is kind of a bit run by search in that it's really there to surface podcasts in Google search, which is an amazing thing. Um, but they've had to build a player to go along with that. Um, and the player works great. It's in every single Android phone. So if you press a button. Uh, if, you, if you do a search for a podcast in Google, in normal standard Google, you'll see uh, episodes that you can press a play button for. Yeah. You press the play button, it opens a Google Podcasts player and it works fantastically. So all of that has been done and been fixed. Um, it strikes me that that's far more open than Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I mean far more open and in some cases frustratingly open because what Google because <laughs> what Google is now doing is that it's just it's using the Google you know Google's bots to search the internet and find podcasts. And so brilliantly it's um, you know for a while i was sort of trying to convince google to use this podcast feed and not this one and not this one that i make for a super secret um smart speaker that i can't <laughs> talk about yet or this one that i i make for a radio station or this one that i make for some for something else please only use this one and that's been quite quite frustrating and quite hard to um you know to get past but that's you know the way that google search works and once you once you understand this isn't a podcast directory. This is, this is Google doing its job of searching for images, searching for web pages, now searching for podcast feeds. Um, huh. And if you publish a podcast feed on your website, then Google will find it. That's Google's job. So There's no submissions. There's yeah, no, there is, yeah, I yeah. mean, there is a submission now, um, but it's only a guidance. To Google, which is which is ju- just like m- a flag, mind-boggling. Hey, it's, come yeah, and look over here for a bit? For it's a, bit, it's yeah. a flag of hey. I suggest that you come and have a look at this. But you know, you are <laughs> you are Google. You may wish to make a decision to go somewhere else. Uh, And, you know, and and that is just highly frustrating as someone who is used to being able to control this kind of stuff. But Mm. actually, for most podcasters, it means that Google has more podcasts in there than anybody else. Uh, It means that, you know, there's there's some great, uh, great uh, content in there. And also it it means that, you know, of the 1.2 billion searches that are done in Google every second – uh, podcasts are appearing in there, which is great news for all of us um, mm. who do a podcast. So it's, you know, it it's great, but it is, it, it is also so frustrating that Google has, you know, I mean, I think at last count, they have six different messaging apps. They have, you know... Um, uh you know they these two different podcast apps they've got all kinds of different stuff going on and it's just a very unstructured company with massive political problems um and i think you know that it it must be very hard to get anything done there whereas mm. you know apple is kind of on the other side it's it's you know directed by people that have a very clear view but it does mean that it's not particularly open it's not particularly you know friendly or helpful, uh, you know, and at the moment Apple are being very kind to podcasting um, possibly because they don't make any money out of it. Um, and <laughs> so they don't necessarily need to worry about controlling it too much, but you can bet your bottom dollar that as soon as they've worked out how to make money out of it um I mean, just look things at, might
0: change. Just look at Epic and the App Store yeah. and all this rubbish at the moment with Fortnite. Yeah. I
1: mean, the... I, I wonder what would happen if you were if you were to slap a charge on getting a podcast listed in the Apple uh, podcast directory, and if that charge was $5, what would that do? I mean, one thing it would do is it would stop all of these weird anchor podcasts from appearing in the Apple podcast directory. Um, And so probably you'd have rather less podcasts called Test or... You know, uh, the most popular podcast name is 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 uh, uh, um, if you just do a quick search for it, no title. If you do a search for no title, you find that there are more podcasts called that than anything else. And you're there thinking, it's just mad. It's, so, would, how did it go? Yeah.
0: How how did this? I mean, is there no? There's no giant, you know, publish, go from go from draft, move from draft to publish button you know i and that's just that just seems so bizarre to me
1: yeah uh, no it's it's um but podcasting's open james but podcasting <laughs> is open but but the weird thing is that for everybody else you have to you know you submit your podcast to apple and then apple take a listen to it and they check your rss feeds and and eventually you get and it takes three or four days you get an approval of yes you're now in the apple podcasts directory Apart from Anchor, which seems to have a fast track in, Mm. um, Apple deny this if you talk to them, but it's very clear that Anchor must have a fast track in because otherwise why would there be so many Anchor podcasts that are all called Test or Testing One Two Three or Mm. No Title um, Mm. in the Apple Podcasts directory? Which Um, is funny because Anchor is a company owned by Spotify. Yes, although they, do, they weren't when they got that original deal, of course. Ah, so
0: That's fascinating.
1: And so, yeah, and so Spotify, you know, Spotify is interesting, But, you know, let, let's put podcasting into perspective for Apple. If you look at the amount of money that was made in, ter- in the U.S. in terms of advertising um, for the entire podcast industry uh, last year, that was somewhere around 750 uh 750 million dollars okay so 750 million dollars that's, that's that's quite a sensible amount of money apple makes that 750 million dollars every 7 hours mm. so to apple it's it's just it's just change that they found in the back of the sofa it's not it's not interesting to them um, even if they were to make all of that money for themselves and of course they make none of that money at the moment Mm. so actually you know if you were if if you were um tim apple and you were trying to work out you know where do you spend your money why would you spend your money in apple podcasts which arguably is not contributing to the bottom line at all and all it basically is is a cost Mm. um there are other reasons why you might want to spend that money but uh you know it's certainly not a revenue generating part of their organization I'd like to go
0: back to the start where where we were talking about how you started Pod News just because someone asked,
1: (laughs) where do I get my news? (laughs) And I thought, that's a good idea. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. I mean,
0: why do you think someone wasn't already doing
1: that? Um I think, I mean, so podcasting at that time in 2017 was very much North American focused. And um, there was somebody doing a weekly uh, podcast newsletter and he still does. And it's very focused on uh, content coming out of New York, very focused on public radio, um, has very little international viewpoint. And I thought to myself, you know what, as a British person who now lives in Australia – Um, who does a lot of work in uh, the US and in Canada, where I was working for a radio group there, you know, probably I'm in a good position here to look at podcasting from a much more global basis. Um, And so... Uh, and so there was an opportunity there, but also, you know, my other opportunity is I have a tech background, I understand technology. And so therefore I can probably code this up myself and be able to do things that other entrants into this space wouldn't be able to end up doing. Um, and so actually being a you know, there was a great case recently when I was given a list of the 100 most popular podcasts from Spotify in every single country. Uh, and that's a wadge of data, um, which if the only thing that you can do is publish, you know, using a WordPress thing on a on a page, you know, all you can produce is a great big long list, which is, isn't actually that helpful. Whereas I, because I have technology uh, as a background, I was able to go, OK, well, I will import this into a into a data file. I'll access the Spotify API to grab some thumbnails. I'll put it into, um, uh, into a web page where you can select the country that you want to have a look at. You know, I can link to the Apple Podcasts listing for that podcast and so on and so forth. I can do a bunch of that stuff that other journalists can't really do. Um, and so that was a real, a real opportunity for me as well, I think. How, how many people subscribe to Pod News? So just over 15,000. Um, which is a nice number, uh, which is growing quite well, which is good. Uh, And then about 6,000 people listen to the podcast uh, every month as well. Um, And around 70,000 people visit the website. Um, But the website, because it's got a bunch of information about podcasts on it, you know, probably that's the first, you know, view that anybody has of it, of typing in, you know, Dr. Phil podcast and finding that, Pod News has a page about it, um, huh. you know, which is number three or number four in the in the Google search results.
0: Huh. Um, so, so you, you got, now, going back again? I love mm-hmm. going back, but going back. So you were you were making radio technology things back yeah. in the early two thousands mid, yeah. mid mid yeah mid twenty so, ten uh, right. yeah
1: yeah
0: the mid the mid tw- the mid sorry yeah got the wrong decade um wh- where what like what was and then podcasting just sort of existed you know, and, and Steve Steve Jobs decided that they that he wanted to use that in terms of that. From there, where's the next sort of large leap? Because the pod the iPod was out, they brought podcasts onto the iPod because he wanted to sell more iPods and more iTunes, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But there's there's a large gap between there and where we are now, where we have Spotify, we've got Apple, we've got a million podcast players, we've got too many Podcasts happening with no title. <laughs> there's a large yeah. gap there in terms yeah. of the, the story, at least in terms of your part in it. Do, we, do you, do you want to jump back there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that there's, um, there, there's a number of things which has helped podcasting grow. And I think some of those things have been, you know, getting the podcast app onto the iPhone uh, as a standard default. Uh, app that that certainly helps podcasting grow, and you could see it. There was a big jump when Apple started doing that, which is why I wish that Google would do the same on Android phones. Um, but you know, uh, let's not let, let's not go back there again. Yeah. Um, so that certainly helped. What has also helped is you know looking at large public broadcasters really getting behind podcasting because they could see it as a way of attracting new audiences and new listeners that they otherwise weren't actually getting. So the BBC, you know, jumping into podcasting again, which they did in early 2005 um, uh, with uh, some of their output, um, you know, recognized that that was a benefit. And of course, they then started talking it up. So the BBC and the ABC started talking podcasting up. Which meant that people began began to understand what podcasting was all about. Particularly people who listened to that sort of public radio, you know, conversations yes. on the ABC, yes, um, yes, yes. you know, uh, uh, you know stuff on on uh, NPR, Planet Money, and all that kind of uh, all that kind of uh, thing. And so, essentially, free advertising from public radio. Um, has had a real beneficial uh, effect on on, uh, podcasts. And, you know, there's obviously, if you work for a commercial radio station, typically, with a couple of exceptions, typically you're talking about music radio. And you can't podcast music because of the rights, because of the music rights, um, and so therefore, uh, commercial radio found podcasting to be rather a lot harder for them to get their head round, because they're there going, how do we make money out of this? Because we can't, we literally cannot put our output onto this new platform. That's right. And so Unless least- your output is. Yeah, literally
0: Hamish and Andy.
1: Unless your output is speech, yeah. yeah. So Hamish and Andy is a great is a great example. What I was doing at Virgin Radio in two thousand and five was, um, I'd written a piece of uh, I'd specified a piece of software. <laughs> a man called Duncan wrote most of it um, that made this uh, that essentially took our breakfast show, cut out all of the music and the and the uh, the presenter breaks that nobody wanted. To listen to, to be left with you know the real meat of what the Breakfast Show was all about, um, and automated, automatically put that together and made made a great show out of that as a podcast um, without, without any music in it, that's right you know, and everything else. and so actually automating that was a really helpful step. Um, in going, okay, how, you know, how can we make something that actually works as a product, you know? And we were doing eleven, twelve thousand downloads per episode, which in two thousand and five, I mean, frankly, I would like that now. Um, so yeah. in, in two thousand and five, you know, was uh, was you know astonishing. Um, so you know, so so I think all of those sorts of all of those sorts of bits of of growth. Helped in terms of consumption, and then you had people suddenly understanding how to make money out of this as well. Um, You know, because you know, advertising particularly makes the world go round in terms of uh, money for this type of, um, of uh, you know, of uh, output. And so you had people like Leo Laporte um, running really good podcast networks, um, helping brands understand what podcasting was all about. And, you know, and so that sort of really accelerated the money, uh, which obviously then... Uh, helped podcasts continue to uh, to 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 grow. I, I mean, I think what's been nice about it is that it's been a slow and steady growth. There hasn't been a boom. There hasn't been a big bubble mm. um, because bubbles burst. Um, and so, what we've actually seen is just slow, steady growth over the last fifteen years. Um, I think the the pandemic has meant that there's been all of a sudden a lot more content dumped into the system Um, and some of that content's great and some of that content isn't so great and probably won't continue to exist um, after all of this is over. Um, I mean, you uh, know, we've got
0: got Usher, you know, doing his guest spot on At Home Alone together saying, don't start a podcast uh, with all his friends, you know. Yes,
1: (laughs) yes. With all of these other people that have podcasts, Podcasts, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Thanks for that. I mean, it's great, but you know, I I feel like I felt like when I, because I started, I I took what something something that wasn't going to be a podcast and made a podcast element to it. Yeah. um, At the start of the pandemic, and when I saw that come out, I was like, oh god, everyone's going to fucking tag me in this, and sure, sure (laughs) to good. Like the next two days was just people tagging me in that and sending it to me and texting me. I'm like, yep, thanks guys. Yeah, funny. Yep, thank you, thank you. Um, I mean, do do you think why why did it why did no one do that before? Like, what was and that's one of those dumb questions. Like, why didn't you do this first? What what do you think that was in the way of people doing this before 2005? Saying hey, like, why to come to why do people come to this breakfast show over this breakfast show? How do we make that and distill that down to this thing that we can just share with people? Like, why do people even want to go? What, what, if people want to go listen to Hamish and Andy, let's just let just let just let them listen to Hamish and Andy.
1: Yeah, well, uh, you know, I mean, Hamish and Andy is an interesting is is an interesting case in point. Uh, he says, uh, as a army, an army helicopter, helicopter goes over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a good so one. this is this nice quiet deck that I thought you know we'll we'll do this and we've got and we've got people <laughs> chopping down trees and uh, an army helicopter is going over the top. Now Hamish Noni is interesting because you know they clearly uh, you know they had done their radio show for a long long time. They stopped doing their radio show, then started and then stopped again. Um, but you know doing a live radio show. Uh, for, you know, three hours every day is actually a hell of a lot of work, um, particularly if you if you p- put the time and the effort in, as Hamish and Andy clearly do. Um, so for them to basically go, we're not going to do a show anymore, we're, we're, we're going to do a podcast, and it's one podcast a week, which uh, I think last time I looked was the fourth or the fifth most listened to podcast here in Australia, so it's doing really nicely. Um, but that's a really good example of... Someone who has taken a brand which has worked fantastically well on the radio um, and turned that into something that works really well as a podcast. And the interesting thing about the Hamish and Andy uh, show as a podcast is that there's still an awful lot of audience interaction in there, uh, oh. which is very clever to do on a pre-recorded. Um, yeah, that <laughs> uh, is interesting because you know, I've never
0: listened to it, and I don't know how. Like, I, I, you know, people joke about it. Like, I listen to a bunch of other Australian podcasts, yeah. Um, and and you know that they will talk about, oh, I wish we could do this, I wish we could do this. Um, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of how they do this, but but I I am that. But that's the very nature of podcasting that it's not it's not live. So had engaging is it's a whole other ball game.
1: Yeah, it it is, but also it isn't. So I speak a lot about the future of radio, and uh, my other job is a radio consultant, and you know, and I help radio companies understand what's coming up next and all that kind of stuff. And I will normally start any uh, conference speech, if you remember those, uh, by saying ah, conferences. Well, what, they were fun, <laughs> weren't they? By by saying uh, by defining what radio is. Because there's lots of people who – and I promise it will come back to podcasting in a second. No, but, but there I, are lots is, of people – I want to talk about radio as well. Cause I, <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the, 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 there's, right. a, there's, a there's a real sort of join here. Because, you know, you look, at, you look at radio and you go, okay, what is radio? And there are some people out there, and unfortunately some people still in the radio industry, who believe that radio is an FM, AM transmitter somewhere. Mm. Um, and it is radio's job to keep that going, um, and it so isn't. And the first thing that I will stand up and talk about is let's define the word radio. Now, my definition of radio is it's audio, which is a shared experience and a human connection. Mm. And that's what radio is. It's a shared experience with a human connection. So you've got that human element, and you've got that uh, knowledge that what you're listening to, it, uh, other people are listening to as well. And that changes the way that you listen to, you know, to something. Guess what? That's also what a podcast is. Mm. It's audio with a shared experience and a human connection. Um, and I think actually th- there are, uh, um, you know, there are some... Uh, there's some use of uh, AM and FM transmitters out there, which I don't call radio. It's just nonstop music with some uh, d- uh, jingles in it. And, you know, what is that? What is What function is that actually providing? Mm. It's not providing much of a function, to be honest. Um, you know, so why on earth are you bothering to end up doing it? It's um, just filler. Yeah, it's just filler. Uh, it's all filler, no killer. Um, when you compare that to, uh, you know, uh, um, what can be really engaging radio, um, and you know, uh, here in Brisbane, you know, the the B105 Breakfast Show is clearly, yes, it plays music, and yes, it's got ads in there, but there are human beings there who have that real and relevant um, uh, you know, experiences that um, touch you as a listener because, you know, hey, you're like them. You're probably not completely like them but there are certain things that they are talking about in your home city that you uh, you know that you identify with mm. and the same goes for podcasting it might mm. not have that local uh, relevance but it certainly got the relevance in terms of community and if you do a podcast about you know dungeons and dragons or if you do a podcast about about you know knitting then you are still talking to other people that are really into the same things as you are, and that shared experience is a massively important thing
0: I'm interested in that relationship between the two things and how they they can't sort of exist without mm. each other um, so an analogy I used to use when I used to teach people how to use computers is that if we if we if we're constantly thinking about using our computer. As its own activity instead of something like a car that we just it's it's a medium through which we do several things that it's actually part of our entire life if we if we segregate it like that it's we're never going to get a benefit yeah um if we if we start if we keep thinking about podcasts as its own separate thing instead of a medium that is like television like radio it's just another thing that we can do
1: our lives through. Um, Would you agree with that as a concept? I'd I'd agree with that. Although I'd probably caution that, you know, there are plenty of people in podcasting who do not agree with that, who Uh. think that podcasting is is its own thing. And, you know, and, and, and there are various benefits of podcasting, you know, in that it is open in terms of as long as you as long as you get into the apple store you can you know you can publish whatever it is that you want to do um, and you 're not beholden to a station style you 're not beholden to talking to the program director about you know can I do this particular feature? You can do whatever it is that you want to do, and that's incredibly creatively you know liberating in terms of um, you know, how you do things. Mm. So, um, and there's a tendency in some of podcasting to think of radio as being the enemy. Mm. Um, and I, I suspect it's because we all need enemies. <laughs> uh, we all need enemies in order to keep us focused and to keep us moving, uh, moving uh, forward. Um, but I'm not sure that radio necessarily is the enemy and I think that there's plenty that we can... Uh, that we in podcasting can learn from the radio industry both in terms of you know um things like craft but also in terms of just you, you know um uh, of just you know how great audio can actually sound um so yeah i you know so it's an interesting it's an interesting view to just sort of look at where um you know where radio and podcasting kind of you know overlap there do you listen to many podcasts? Um, I probably don't listen to as many podcasts as I, I might should. To
0: this helicopter, <laughs>
1: yes. Have a look at it. What? It's another helicopter. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, there's, uh, right. it is right there is. Overhead. Yeah. It is fucking absolutely- there's an army base. There's an army base just up the road, and oh, it's a Chinook. and that's a Chinook. That, that is heavy. That, that's a be, big helicopter. That'll be the third one today. Um, yeah.
0: One day we decide to have a nice outdoor Queensland conversation, <laughs> and, and we well, have three. You know, it's part of chinooks,
1: chinooks, chinooks. It's part of the way that
0: these things work, I guess. Um, this is this is this is just what you get, ladies and gentlemen. It's 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 raw. It's unfiltered. It's it's Queensland <laughs> on the deck. Um, because because here's because the thing is that I when you do something when you're in when you're very much in the space you get yeah. you can get in your own like i fully understand this as, as a photographer is that i'm i'm in my lanes uh and you know an outsider might come in and say Oh well, what sort of what do you what, you know? Who's your favorite photographer? Or you, do you, yeah, you must yeah. have so many great photos of your kids. Or yeah. they, they have assumptions that you engage with the thing that you do in a certain way, and yeah. and some of those things are correct, and some of those things are incorrect. So, um, yeah. I have I have absolutely no expectations uh, as to what your personal engagement in 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 podcasting is.
1: Yes yeah i mean it's interesting i mean i I used to listen to an awful lot of podcasts when I was on airplanes ah airplanes remember them um, uh, and so you know obviously i'm listening to rather less in that uh, in that environment and it was and it's a great environment because you are literally stuck in a metal tube for fourteen hours you can 't do anything and so being able to binge listen to a to a podcast you know is actually you know you can be properly uh, you know involved in it and everything else and so you know it is certainly harder when you're taking the dog for a walk to you know snatch you know 10 minutes of a podcast here and there um but I do you know, I listen to a bunch of shows, um, some shows I listen to for work, um, because i 'm listening to you know podcasts about podcasts um, I'm just waiting for somebody to do a podcast about podcasts about podcasts. Uh, that would be fun but well, um, if you if you share a link to this episode in pod news, yes, then you've
0: written a newsletter about an episode of a podcast that's about the podcast that. You are doing the newsletter, and there, and I'm Indeed. sure, I'm sure at some point if we want to, you know,
1: and then and then create a black hole and suck it, into and then it. hopefully somebody else will mention it in their podcast, <laughs> and, and there we go, And the, then oh my the, word, the, the masturbatory but, circle is complete. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, I think from from that point of view, I mean, uh, you know, the 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 podcasts that are you know on my phone that I listen to the most are podcasts. Um, I mean, accepting the, the, uh, the, the 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 podcast podcast that i listen to um uh, there are you know uh, shows that are you know uh, around news so the abc's uh, signal is a great daily uh, podcast that i listen to about you know one, one one episode out of five of um i do listen to Hamish nandy and you know there's reply all uh, you know is in there news fighters if you're um Oh, if, news fighters. if you are, oh, I've if heard of News Fighters. If you're in Australia, News Fighters. Uh, Dan is, Illich talks about News Fighters. Yeah, so yes. Dylan, uh, it's pronounced mm-hmm. Dylan Behan, but that's <laughs> not how he pronounces his name. Um, he, uh, he, it's a that's a great uh, that's a great uh, show. And um, the reason why I'm I'm suddenly thinking should I be mentioning this is that. Uh, Dylan is currently working on a TV show, which means that he's basically taking a break from news fighters. <laughs> um, but um, I'd subscribe to it anyway because it's uh, very good. But those, you know, so satire and that and that sort of thing, you know, uh, I'll listen to. And the all-important Coronacast, which Coronacast. is, uh, of course, yes. what everybody has to listen to. And, by the way, the only ABC podcast available on Spotify, which is weird. Huh.
0: That's mm. an interesting editorial decision from them. Isn't it? That's them going, well, this is essential, so we should... Yeah. Yeah. Um I am forever fascinated with and this will be a conversation that will, that will come up anytime I uh, will talk to podcasters and because I'd like to talk to um quite a lot. There's a lot of people on my list that do podcasts that of people that I want to have on this podcast. Mm. Um but the 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 variety and it's going back to that thing of treating it as at its own thing and it's like well I mean, it's so many things and there's so yeah. many different types and there's so many different ways. And it's kind of like you compare, you know, you can go from Hamish and Andy and you look at something like them or you, you look at something like reply or oh, that's its own thing. And then you have more, more traditional, but on demand th- things like the ABC's Corona cast, for example. Yeah. And then you've got something like, thank you so much for coming and we'll see you next time I decide to sit my bum down and record a podcast. Um. Entire communities have sprung up around this, with this show with these two idiots who you know have all their mates on and they just yeah. talk rubbish. Yeah. I mean, it's just the gamut is fascinating.
1: Yeah, it is, uh, and it's uh, and it is that benefit of not having any gatekeepers there, not having anybody to convince that you can just go ahead. And so, actually, uh, you know, uh, if you are a creative person, you have no. Um, you know, there's nobody to tell you no. You can't do this, uh, and it's very unusual for a podcast, for, for any creative output that you do, um, to basically have no limits whatsoever. Uh, there are limits if you want to earn money out of it. Sure, yeah, but in terms of in terms of everything else. Um, you know, it's a, it's a very creatively rewarding thing if you want it to be that way. Mm. Um, I mean, there is a podcast that I listen to, um, which is weirdly it's a food podcast, and I am not that, um, you know, mm. I'm not necessarily that into food. Uh, mm. It's called Richard's Famous Food Podcast, which <laughs> I would I would highly recommend to anybody. It's weird in that it really is a podcast about food um uh, but it's also just beautifully produced in terms of it's just got like loads of it must take uh, it must take richard um many many weeks to produce a new show because you know it's got it's got singing it's got um music all the way through it it's it's um you know it is a proper podcast and you can learn about all kinds of things um but it's just beautifully put together and there's some very very clever you know production in it which you know just simply couldn't work if you were a commercial radio station you'd just go what is this you know yeah. why are you spending all of your time you know making you know making a choir in the background to go no what's that you, you know <laughs> and you're there go what why would you do that you know and and you know making funny sound effects and all this kind of uh, stuff really really interesting but it's it's that sort of thing that podcasting can do that um and to be fair youtube can do that not very many other um not very many other things can actually do
0: i think that's a wonderful spot to finish this conversation and um we'll We'll make a picture and I'll put that and I'll put uh, as much as I can glean from this in the show notes, but thank you yeah, good luck with that. yeah, this is <laughs> a lot of a lot of things discussed. Um, just at again, um as you mentioned at the top, where can the internet find you and what you make?
1: Yes, so uh, the internet can find podnews at podnews.net. It's a free newsletter. uh, And you can also ask your smart speaker to play podnews podcasting news, and it will magically do that. Uh, If you're interested in the radio bit, then there's also my Radio Trends newsletter, which is at james.crid.land. Uh, I bought all the all the domains. Wow! Uh, You're yeah, that guy. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, and you can get hold of that uh, as well, and um, that's where you can also find links to, you know, uh, Twitter, which I'm not using at the moment because the hate got too much, and Facebook and all that other stuff. Thank you so much for coming, and we'll see you
0: next time I decide to sit my bum down and record podcast.